0: This is WeOn, and you're listening to Gravital's podcast, making sense of the news. Europe's cup of woes is spilling over. The economy is in a bad shape for weeks. We've been talking about an impending recession. Tonight, we can tell you the eurozone is sinking. The euro is Europe's de facto currency and it has dropped to a two-decade low. European economies are in dire straits. The global recession we've all been worried about could begin in Europe. Tonight on Gravitas, we'll discuss how bad this could be. We start with the story of the euro. They say the strength of of a currency reflects the might of a nation. But the euro is not just any other currency, it is the identity of a united Europe. Europe has 27 countries, 19 of them use the euro as their currency. This bunch of 19 is called the eurozone. And they're all struggling. The first big fall came in July, the euro hit parity with the dollar, meaning one euro was equal to one dollar. This happened for the first time in 20 years. For perspective, last July, one euro was 1.2 dollars. So last month it hit parity, and now the euro has sunk further. Today it is cheaper than the U.S. dollar. And this is a sign of economic distress. Why is the euro losing its value? Because European economies are struggling. They're facing three major challenges. Number one, the energy crisis. Number two, the high inflation. And number three, political turmoil in some of their biggest economies. Europe was already fragile after the pandemic. These three problems have exacerbated the situation. First, the energy crisis, it could single-handedly ruin Europe's economic future. This is how it began. Russia invaded Ukraine, Europe sided with Ukraine, it backed sanctions against Russia, Russia struck back and disrupted gas supplies, and now Europe is suffering. Yes, the invasion of Ukraine has no moral justification, but Europe dug itself into a hole by sanctioning Russia without a backup for energy supplies. They're paying a hefty price for this. Experts are already counting the losses. I have some numbers for you. Supplies to 12 EU member states have been hit. They've either completely lost access to Russian gas or they're getting only partial supply. So only 12 countries directly hit, but all of Europe will feel the impact. And it will not be a pretty picture. Consider an assessment by the IMF, the International Monetary Fund. It says three countries will be very badly hit, Hungary, Slovakia and the Czech Republic. A complete end of Russian gas supplies will be a big blow to their economies. They could shrink by as much as 6%. But the worst hit will be Germany. It is the largest economy in Europe. It gets almost half of its gas supplies from Russia. If Moscow cuts off this supply completely, Berlin stands to lose a whopping $225 billion in the next two years. Let me repeat that, $225 billion in losses, that's what Germany faces. Yesterday we told you how crucial their economy is to Europe. It is their growth engine. And now it's stalled. It's only a matter of time before the rest of this continent feels the impact what's making things worse is the skyrocketing inflation it's at a 25-year high inflation in europe touched almost 10 percent last month and the eurozone is not insulated by the rising cost of living inflation in the 19 countries that use the euro as their currency touched almost nine percent this is the average the numbers look pretty bad for some countries individually like estonia their inflation has crossed 23 percent latvia over 21 percent. Lithuania, almost 21 percent. From energy to food, everything is expensive in Europe these days. Again, the numbers are scary. Energy bills in Europe have shot up by almost 40 percent. Food, alcohol and tobacco, about 10 percent. Industrial goods, four and a half percent. Services sector, 3.7 percent. So there is runway inflation. And more often than not, this leads to a political shakeup. Leaders lose their jobs when prices become so high and remain high over a long period of time. The first casualty is Italy. The government of Mario Draghi has crumbled. The trigger was an economic relief package. It was aimed at addressing the rising cost of living in the country. In May, inflation touched almost 7%. That's a 36-year high. Prime Minister Mario Draghi was trying to address it, but one of his coalition partners backed out. They said Draghi's support package did not go far enough. The allies pulled support. The government collapsed. Italy will hold an election next month. In September, investors are already worried about the outcome. Italy is the second largest economy in the European Union, so political stability is a must to address inflationary pressures and to revive Europe's economy as a whole. If Italy flounders, the rest of the eurozone will struggle too. Investors, it seems, are losing faith. In July, they dumped Italian government bonds. Italy is being seen as a basket case. Then we have the United Kingdom, technically not part of the European Union, but a major European economy nonetheless. The UK too is struggling. As the Conservatives look for a new Prime Minister, inflation is biting the people. A major US bank has made a prediction, a dire prediction, it says... Inflation in the UK is on track to cross 18%, that would be the UK's worst inflation in almost 50 years. The Bank of England blames the energy crisis for all of this. It is officially predicting a recession. Now this rise in energy prices has exacerbated the fall in real incomes and so led to another significant deterioration in the outlook for activity in the UK and in the rest of Europe. GDP growth in the U.K. has slowed and the economy is now forecast to enter recession later this year. This has unsettled many workers in the U.K. Earlier this week, thousands of dock workers announced a strike. They're protesting for the first time in 30 years. They say they're unable to make ends meet. They want salary hikes immediately. It's nothing to do with a national strategy or anything like that. It's something which has happened here at a local level and it reflects what's happening elsewhere because people all over the country, I think, are feeling the same way. That's why it appears to be, you know, perhaps it appears to be coordinated because people everywhere are feeling the same way and and coming to the same conclusion. Enough is enough. We are not going to take this anymore. And these workers are not alone. Transport staff, postal employees, garbage collectors, even some lawyers have all announced walk-offs. This is the picture of the UK. So as Ukraine completes six months of war, the devastation, like I said, is being felt way beyond its borders. Europe's economy is bleeding and the whole world is bracing for impact.